Without the constraint put on us by the market on having recyclable products, without the constraint put on us by our product for having something that it needed to sit in comfortably, and without the constraints of living in a town that didn't have a lot of other options, we came up with a really creative and innovative solution. And I think it's a lesson for all of us in entrepreneurship that constraints are not a bad thing. You're listening to Via Airmail, hosted by me, Michaela Lindsay. This is a podcast where I share the ups, the downs, and the messy in-betweens of running my business, starting some new ones, and figuring it all out as I go. Welcome to episode two of my podcast. This week, we're talking about how egg boxes taught me an important lesson about valuing and respecting the constraints that pop up in my business and using them to come up with new and exciting ideas. A few years ago, my husband, then boyfriend, and I started a small business selling arancini, which are deep fried risotto balls, at food markets in Durban. One of the markets that we were applying to get into had very specific rules on what kind of packaging you could serve your food in. The packaging, rightfully so, had to be recyclable and couldn't include any plastic. While most people in the market would serve their food on paper plates or in napkins, this didn't really work for our product because they were round balls. So they would have rolled off plates and you wouldn't be able to hold three in a napkin. One of the ideas we had was to put them in these beautiful bamboo boats that you sort of see at fancy cocktail events. But when I went to go and price out these boats, they were almost as much as the product that we were selling, our cost price. And it was just going to be completely unfeasible for us to be able to use them to sell our Arancinian. But I firmly believe that constraints breed creativity. Having constraints allow you to really think inside the box, which is sometimes more creative than thinking outside of the box. A few weeks later, I was shopping and saw some egg cartons. And I suddenly realized that egg cartons are recyclable, egg cartons fit our Arancinian perfectly, and that they would be a great talking point for our product. Without the constraint put on us by the market on having recyclable products, without the constraint put on us by our product for having something that it needed to sit in comfortably, and without the constraints of living in a town that didn't have a lot of other options, we came up with a really creative and innovative solution. And I think it's a lesson for all of us in entrepreneurship that constraints are not a bad thing. Starting and running a business is really, really hard. And when you're starting as a small business or an entrepreneur, you're never going to have everything you need exactly as you want it. You're going to be short on time. You're going to be short on money. You're not going to be able to buy products in large quantities. You're not going to have the clients that you need. You're not going to have the resources or the tools that you would like. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it keeps us scrappy. I think it keeps us creative. It keeps us alert and it ultimately results in us making better decisions for our business. Yvonne Chouinard, who started Patagonia, a really innovative clothing company, also happens to be a fly fisher. And he used one of the principles in fly fishing, or maybe it's his personal principle. I'm not entirely sure. Don't quote me on this. Not a fly fisher. But he basically talks about how if you have one fly and you just use that one fly day in, day out for years and years and years, or perhaps one type of fly, 
you're going to become more proficient and more skilled than if you had an entire toolbox of 25 different flies. Now, as you can clearly hear, I am not a fly fisher. The same thing can be said for photographers. If you really want to be creative, you should shoot an entire wedding with one camera and one lens. And within that constraint, you'll probably be more creative than if you had all six of your lenses and two flashes with you. The idea there is that constraints are forcing you to be creative. They're forcing you to see things in a different way. They're stretching your brain and they're stretching your muscle. But when it comes to our businesses, we see constraints as external forces designed to make us fail or external forces that we don't have everything that we need in our arsenal to make things happen. We see what other people have and what we don't have. And I want to challenge you to think about this differently and to use those gaps between what you currently have and what you wish you had to make better work, to run a better business, to be more scrappy and more innovative and to come up with better solutions. Another example is Away Luggage. When Jen Rubio was starting Away Luggage, there was a problem in the manufacturing and they wanted to release before Christmas and they didn't have the bags to sell to people. Instead of admitting failure, Jen used this very creatively as a constraint to bounce back from. And they produced a beautiful book about travel that people could purchase in place of the luggage that they were waiting for. I know it's wonderfully bold. People were willing to buy this beautiful book, put it under the Christmas tree with the promise that the suitcases would be arriving, I think in March. And I think that's the mark of a great entrepreneur, someone who isn't seeing a stumbling block but is seeing an interesting new direction and can choose to have the perspective and can choose to shift their mindset to look at it as an opportunity rather than a restriction. If you're just starting your business or you are in the process of trying to define an idea and all you're seeing are constraints, all you're seeing are the things that you don't have to make a success of it, I need you to understand that that is the right place for you to be. I need you to know that that's where genius and magic can happen. If you don't have the money that you need to start your business, what would a smaller version of it look like? Could you be more creative with what you're trying to sell? Could you pre-sell your product? Or if you are running a service business, could you filter down all the services that you hope to offer into one particular service? and use that constraint to become an expert in one particular field to start off with and then grow your business as and when you can. If you're hoping to start a restaurant, could you start a food truck? Could you deliver from home? There are so many possibilities inside of those constraints that I don't want you to feel like you can't start your business or build your idea where you are right now. Every business is always going to have constraints but the businesses that use those to come up with ideas and solutions that work for them are the ones that are gonna succeed. Every week I share with you what I'm currently working on in my business as a way to hold me accountable and to give you a peek behind the scenes of what's going on and what it's taking to build these businesses. So this week I turn 30, so I'm doing something that's very unusual for me and I'm not working for four days straight. But the very exciting thing that I am doing is launching my personal brand website and launching this podcast. I have big plans this year to start a few businesses and see which ones have legs and which ones grow. And maybe they all do, maybe none of them do, while still working and running my business as a wedding photographer. But what I've realized is that after running 
a very personal business, my wedding photography business, where I really am the business. I've built these new business ideas to not rely so strongly on me and my presence as being a strong part of the business. And I'm pushing myself to be a creative entrepreneur that just happens to have businesses. And so that's why I felt it was really important to create a space for me to share my thoughts, for me to be Michaela and not Michaela, who just happens to run these businesses. And that's why I've set up my website, which is MichaelaLindsay.com and this podcast so that I've got a space where I can share everything that's happening across all of these businesses and all the things that I'm grappling with and learning and figuring out. So that's what I'm doing this week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, you can find the show notes and any extra information that you need in the description or over at www.michaelalindsay.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Michaela Karina. That's K-A-R-I-N-A. And please, please send me a voice note if you've got a question about something that you are working through or something that you would like help or advice on or something that you'd like to share, please just send me a voice note on Instagram and I will happily answer it in one of the upcoming episodes. That's it. Chat to you soon. Bye.